Welcome to the Heart of Healing, the good news episodes. In these episodes, we will speak to people who are helpers, who are offering positive, compassionate work to bring a bit of good news into our lives in these stressful times. Listen with an open heart to those who are offering their hearts and talents to all of us. It is our wish that each episode will bring a smile to your face and hope to your heart. And today, we're very happy to have as our guest, Lisa Van Hara, who is a coach, a healer, and a realtor. Welcome, Lisa. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me on today. I'm very glad that you're here. And <clears throat> excuse me. I thought I would, since you have a, such a fascinating cam- combination of uh, what you were doing, ask you, I know it had something to do with a pandemic and your change of your direction. Can you tell us how that happened or what happened and what you're doing today? Sure, absolutely. So um, I guess it would be easiest to start with that. I have been in real estate now for 14 years. I started back in 2008 when um, that market shift had occurred at that time. And um, it wasn't an easy time to start, but I learned a lot and I really enjoyed real estate. I enjoyed helping people and transition in their lives. And so I've grown in the business and my husband even came and joined me in the business several years ago. And it's really been something that we grew and enjoyed doing yet. Absolutely. As you mentioned, the pandemic and COVID-19 really changed some of the aspect of, aspects of our lives and how we were living and doing business. So about, um, October 2020 was when the major shift really came in that we had been working very hard, very consistently. We had lots of clients, you know, it was an absolute blessing that we had so much business and were doing very well. Yet on the flip side of it, I was completely burned out. I was very tired. I was very overwhelmed and I couldn't seem to come up for air. And that's what kind of led me to this shift. Yeah, that seemed to happen to a lot of people. Overwhelm, overwhelm. My wife was a health coach and she had the same thing happen. So many people suddenly decided they needed, in her case, you know, help with their health. In your case, housing to either sell or buy and overwhelm came. So you got burned out and, and where did that lead you? That major burnout really led me to ask some tough questions in my life of what am I doing? How am I spending my time? Does this make sense? Is this how I want to continue living and really getting, um, really getting deep with some of those questions and challenging myself to think about that and connect with that deeper. And that did bring me to that. I realized a lot of the chaos that I was feeling in my life was a big part of myself and how I was reacting in the world, how I was contributing to this chaos through decisions and choices I was making. So that didn't just come overnight. It came through asking some of those questions, but then it really led me to, yeah, discovering more. Yeah. Cause I was, uh, those are deep, deep things that you just said. And I, it'd be wonderful if we all just got them by ourselves, but I think you would need to have some exploration and some help in finding that. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was, um, you know, I think I mentioned before it was when I really went away for a week and I took it, 
a weekend to go away to reset. That was my intention, right? I, you know, I told my husband and my kids, I just need to go away for a weekend and really reset because I knew I was burnt out. And I was going to take a, actually, I did take a webinar online that was like a pranic healing course. And I was like, okay, this will give me time away. I'll get reset. I'll get kind of recentered. And um, through that weekend, though, I took the class the first day. But that that night when I went to dinner, I had too much to drink. And that next morning, I woke up with such a hangover that it just made me feel so sick. And I knew in that moment, it clicked. It clicked in that moment that something had to change. I was like, why am I doing this? Enough is enough. I've got to find some answers. So it was kind of the breakdown to break through. So my intention is sharing some of this is that to help people too, that they don't have to go to that, you know, that deeper breakdown, right. To find some of these answers, there's context conversation that can happen prior to, you know, going through something like that. Might you remember now or think back and say, what might've been a signal or a symptom that was happening that if you had recognized it, you wouldn't have had to go as far into the negative side? Well, I had known for months, you know, it was definitely something I was aware of that I was just constantly busy. I was constantly um, just on the go, whether it was with business, the kids or whatever. And I did take little mini breaks here and there, like even that weekend to take some downtime, but it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough time to really, really slow down and think about this on a deeper level of what was happening. Like I needed to really probably stop for a week or so. And that's not easy to do, right? You know, we get very caught up in what we're, um, what we're focused on achieving or what we need to take care of our families with financially or whatever it may be. But it had been coming, coming up for months and I was aware of that and I was just choosing to ignore it. Let's say that. (laughs) What would you say you could have done then that you didn't do? I know you got to it, but what, what would have been your action? That's a great question. So I think, um, in taking some downtime, even if you only have a day or three hours or whatever it is that you can take for downtime, put the phone away, put the phone away, completely detach from your environment for whatever amount of time you do have, and then get clear on some things as far as, okay, I'm needing help. If I'm overwhelmed, who can I ask for, for support? Who can I reach out to for some support? Because I think that's where we get easily very isolated feeling or that you're all alone and doing this or things like that. And asking for help is a big part of it. The pandemic also contributed to us being feeling a separate and being stuck in our home or stuck in one place. So when you say find someone to help or to work, talk to, who would you, did you, was it, do you mean therapy? Do you mean just a friend or what did you mean? It could Yeah, for me, it started with asking my husband for some support on a deeper level of just like, I need some time to uh, maybe take a break or get clarity, or can he take on some other things with the business or life? So that could be, it could be a a spouse, partner, or friends in the beginning. And then, yes, I think if you're really experiencing overwhelm on that kind of a level, you really need to look for support, whether it's therapist, a coach, um, 
you know, somebody like that, that can give you additional support. Right. There are life coaches, there's therapy, and there's now this big field of life coaching. Mm-hmm. Yes. So what yes, did absolutely. Find, what did you find that led you to do what you're doing and that changed your life in the sense that it, I get that you feel much more at ease with the world? Yeah. So, you know, I would say from that experience right away, I became very open. I became very open to receiving um, breadcrumbs, if you will call it, like breadcrumbs of like, where is it that I need to be drawn to, to spend time with? Um, And very quickly after that, someone did come across my path that does like therapy and hypnosis. I used that as um, a catalyst for some change there during that time. But I just became very open, open to admitting that I don't know everything. I don't know how this works. I don't know what else is calling me in my life. And and not and being okay with not knowing the answer, not having an answer, but just being very open with asking myself questions, but also um, very open with hearing what other people had to say, because that all kind of guided me to where I ended up and really going deep into this um, work. Yes. Yeah, so, so you're, you're not, you're saying I'm, you're not shutting down. You're not closed off. You're opening to the possibilities and that yes. and when we open to the possibilities, what I'm hearing you saying, they will come to you. They will yes. be shown to you. Somebody will say something that you go, aha, maybe I could follow that. Exactly. If you're saying, please show me, and you're having no tie to the outcome of what you really want to happen, having flexibility there, it's like this whole world opens up of possibilities, exactly what you're saying. Um, because by being closed off, we're just shutting out everything that is trying to show up for us to help us. Was some of that which was showing up somewhat scary? Because I think that happens to people and they get frightened off of it. Absolutely. If you're not a little bit scared or nervous or something like that, then it's, you're probably not changing that much. (laughs) (laughs) So go ahead. Yeah. The, the fear or nervousness or uncomfortability, I think is, I mean, that is a great message that if you are feeling that way and doing something new, that's actually a really good sign that you're growing. It's okay to feel uncomfortable and maybe that one thing won't resonate with you, but at least you're exploring something different than what you've always been doing. So you just have to work through it at your own pace. You don't have to make yourself super uncomfortable, but um, that was something I, I did choose to put myself in a lot of new situations and right. new environments and different way of thinking that um, it, it absolutely, absolutely did feel uncomfortable in the beginning. Well, that's wonderful. I say wonderful because I think that really lays it out for what we all need to be aware of. I have a similar situation that happened years, a few years back where my wife and I had decided it was I, I needed a career change. My wife and I decided we would go to this workshop, which was out of town. And for some reason, the car we had we'd chosen wasn't available. It was a rental. And I said, OK, let's not go. And we don't have to go. And my wife said, no, no, we're going. We'll go to another rental place and get a car. (laughs) And we went. And that workshop, I didn't end up doing what they were doing in that workshop. But it did lead me to the next step, to the next step, to the next step to today. Absolutely. 
it is steps and there can be, they, I, I understand they can be fearful. What was it that on the other side of the fear attracted you? Um, at first, in the beginning, it was just exploring. It was absolutely just kind of exploring and knowing there was like a internal knowing that there was something more out there to understand that I was not familiar with or to connect with that I, I was not familiar with. So there was a trust and sense of this feeling that I had, that there was something out there that I, I was to connect with. Then once I kind of got into the work, um, for, for me, there was an immediate connection of like, oh my gosh, this just makes so much more sense for life, for understanding, for, um, a different way of being. It was a lot of it was feelings that I trusted and listened to as I went through this process. Yes, well, trusted and listened to. Also, you sounds like you had support from your husband about looking into change. Um, yes and no. I mean, it, he was right here with me. <laughs> yes was, and no. And that's, to be completely honest, because if he was here with me, he would say the same thing, where there's there are moments in there that are challenging, right? And it's really hard to see your... Um, spouse or partner or friend, whatever it may be, really start to make some significant changes in their life because you're like, well, what does that mean for me? Right. Right. It's changing identity. It's changing um, roles and all those things. Um, But yes, I mean, he has absolutely been very supportive and we've also continued to communicate in a great, great, um, what, what do you say, level or extensively over right. this time of just what's going on. And, you know, some days it's easy and then some days it's not yet. Yeah, that's life. You know, that is life. And as long as you're uh, showing up to work on that together, then, and that doesn't mean the other person has to grow. It just means as long as there's some form of communication there, it should. Well, you're talking about very good communication, very positive communication is saying, explaining what you need and hearing whatever he might need in return. Yes. And that is true. A positive communication doesn't always mean it's easy. Sometimes those conversations were very difficult to have yet difficult conversations can lead to great, um, great reward and great connection. Exactly. And so going through this and evolving, what did you evolve to? What is the coaching or healing work that you do today? Yes. So I, um, in going into the coaching environment, it is kind of that traditional sense of like looking at the whole picture of the life, um, everything that's going on because your business career or how you are showing up with your kids, right? It's all affected by how you are and what's going on in your life or what you haven't addressed from in the past. So we take kind of an overall look of where you're at and where you want to go and incorporating within that um, energy work. So I, and some meditation. So I typically do like a 40 minute session and then the last 20 to 15 minutes is energy work or meditation. And the reason I do that is it's working on that cognitive understanding, right? From the beginning of like understanding logically what we're working on. But then doing the energy work or meditation allows you to get a little bit deeper with the subconscious and rewiring some of those patterns that you've been living in. 
So bringing new awareness, um, expression about it. Uh, maybe there's some forgiveness in there as well. And just working through a cycle to bring you into a new way of living. And what I hear you talking about is something that I heard was told once is that somebody said how different things look since I've changed. Absolutely. That's a great line. I love and that. You're evolving into and seeing the world differently. Yes. Yes. You can show up in a completely new space, a completely new lens, right, of seeing things. And um, that creates a completely new experience in your life. Indeed, indeed. And so you do this now today, and you have still have children, you didn't get rid of the children, obviously, you still have <laughs> and you still have realtor work. So how do yes. you manage all of that? And does, yes, it affect, well, does your energy work or your coaching on knowledge affect your realtor work? I think it might make you a better realtor, but I don't know how you feel about that. Absolutely. Um, I think it's funny because it was never really planned that way, but it's funny how things kind of work out and it does complement each other quite well. So in the real estate world, as we continue to grow our business there and um, hire other people on our team, I absolutely intend to share that more with um, the additional people that do go into business with us, but also it's just in a relatability factor to clients and understanding what they're going through, what um, they often most need is just compassion and understanding and working through that process of real estate. Cause it is stressful and it is a lot. It is a big life change and um, go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I ask it because I've had that after being in one place for over 30 years, we moved three years ago. That process was as stressful as anything that I have been involved with turned out to be magnificent and wonderful at the end. But if, if we had not had a compassionate realtor, I don't know how we would have managed it. Absolutely. Absolutely. When it, when it's been such a long time, like 30 years, or even a short time, like five years, so much can change in how a real estate transaction is even done or what's going on in the market and all these different things. So it is a big, big difference to have um, a realtor and a team that is compassionate within that space of that transition. And that does complement very well to, I have to go back and say, my husband is super supportive. So he is a big part of the real estate business and runs a big part of that. And I'm still involved myself as well, but um, that's where it's worked out really well working in that business together. So then I can also do this um, coaching business and have enough time and space for that as well. Right. And I, I don't know if this is what you said or what I just imagined. And that is that as you bring new people onto your real estate business to help you build that business, you can coach them, even if it's not a, you know, an individual lesson or something, but you can coach them in the ways that you now know to help them be better at what they're doing. Absolutely. That's 120% what um, I intend to do going forward. And helping them learn the lessons early on of how to manage their time, value their time, um, keep from getting to that level of burnout in real estate, but also in their personal lives if, if they so choose. So, yeah. Well, what, Very what exciting. Challenge? What, let's talk about the challenge for a minute about taking space for yourself, about doing what, first of all, knowing what you need and then taking action on it. 
What do you need to know and what do you need to do in order to get that, that relief that you're looking for, that anyone is looking for? You know, I think it, again, starts with, one, you might realize that you're just stressed, right? Stress is an indicator or anxiety. Stress right. and uh, anxiety are indicators or symptoms of that. And then um, if you're really willing to say, hey, wait a minute, there's something here I don't know or understand and being open to that. I think those are kind of the first few things that if you can go into, how can I do this differently? This isn't working for me. How can I do this differently? And again, I think the the power of asking yourself questions on a consistent basis is something that really starts to open that door of why am I doing things this way? And that's where you can start to go into okay, well, what is the pattern that is playing out here over and over again? Where did I adopt this from? Because oftentimes it's not something we realize we actively chose over and over again. And we're kind of realizing that there's a pattern playing out that, hey, wait a minute, I don't have to do it this way. There is a more efficient way or another way of doing this. I'm going to learn from somebody else how to do it that way that is um, applying that. That's important because we are sometimes stuck in the, the rut of our belief system from the past, if we don't get some interference or some, yeah, if it's working fine, that's great. But if you're yeah. having the difficulty that you describe and that a lot of us have experienced, it becomes clear there's a change is needed. But at, those key questions they're asking yourself is vital and, and listening. I mean, because one of the things that I hear you saying, and I believe you're saying is our intuition can help us by answering those questions. I mean, I, absolutely. Most people would say, well, if I ask a question, I think have a person and tell me, no, we can do it in ourselves. That's what I'm hearing you say. Absolutely. The, you have the answers. I truly believe that, that you have all the answers you need within yet. We often need support or guidance to start unlocking that and to start connecting with that because it's something we've never really been taught or developed. So as we start to ask those questions of like, well, does this really make sense for me? What do I really feel called to do? How can I change all these things? You may not have the answer come up right away. It may take some time, yet you're starting to unlock that intuitive ability, right? Of being able to connect with some of those questions that you can answer on your own. You just haven't learned how to do it yet. Right. And what do you say to yourself when you get an answer and you go, what? I mean, I'm supposed to do what? Oh, I've had that happen a few times, to say the least. <laughs> and um, I mean, sometimes I, you know, you just write it down, I think would be the easiest thing to say for somebody that's listening, that's uh, not familiar with that is like, when right. you do get the answer, just write it down, just connect with it. Like, this is the message that's coming through. And Um, maybe you're going to act on it that day. Maybe it's going to be a month or maybe a year, depending on the the big decision or the big um, message that you connect with. But I've definitely experienced that. (laughs) And it's something that you grow over time and you're like, okay, well, that's interesting. (laughs) Right. Well, also, I wonder if you had this experience, because I know that I did when I thought of doing this, I thought I can't do this or I'm not supposed to do this was the more key. And then the next question I had to ask was who said that? Yeah. And, and often, I guess we find out as I did that somebody in the past, my family, 
whether good intentioned or whatever, said, no, you, that's not the path. This is the path. Yes. Yes. Did you experience any of that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll give one example of, um, I think it was about 2017, 2017 or 2018. Um, I went to an, a conference for real estate. And during that conference, I had this major like aha moment. And I felt so much within me that this is something my husband needed to come in and go into business with me and do this together. So I called him up from that conference and told him, I'm like, I know this isn't going to make sense, but I like, I think you need to quit your job and come work with me. (laughs) (laughs) So it was, um, that was a message or download or whatever you want to call it that came in very, I could feel it. I still remember that moment that day. And, um, I chose to act on it and tell him what I was thinking. Then that turned into many, um, many conversations of, is this really something we're going to do? Which it ended up being, yes. <laughs> right, but you, you got to explore it. It never would have if you hadn't asked the question and started to talk about it. Exactly, exactly. Yes, and, you, and it's hard when you've got a family. How old are your children? Uh, my oldest uh, daughter is turning 20, actually, here in the end of the week. Exciting. And yeah, my youngest is 10. He just, um, he'll be 11 in August. So okay. they're nine years apart. Well, let's give you a little rest. But now, now you got still got more work to do there. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Well, they're but, the biggest teacher sometimes of life. <laughs> absolutely. And when I say these things, why, why, dad or mom, why do you do this? Ah, uh, and then you have to go, what do you talk? Oh my God, I do that. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. You're like, so, oh, really? I didn't even know I did that. Yes, I didn't know it, but now you see it. You're right there in my house telling me. <laughs> well, you had tremendous change. And in, in one sense of the word, the pandemic actually was positive for you and that led you through difficult times, but into a place where you're, you feel and, and have something more important in your life to add to your life. That's wonderful. So you're in a yes. way, a silver lining. <coughs> what it is, is a silver lining for sure. Yeah. What is your vision? Do you have a vision for when we are well past this? We're kind of past getting past it today, but not completely. But for your life and for those around you, what do you, what do you look for? Um, my vision for down the road is that more and more people are exploring, um, this kind of full life change. And it doesn't have to be like my, my life, right? It's just that they're asking themselves these questions more and more. And I've seen that in more conversations I've having. So I, my vision for myself, my family is just to keep growing and expanding on this and being able to share it with more and more people. So I know there's lots of curious people out there that are looking for a place to start. And, um, you know, there's, that's all you have to do is start, start somewhere. And then you go to the level that you want to go. And eventually, um, you know, I see down the road doing events and um, writing a book and like all that kind of stuff. That's just for me personally. But I think for people in general, Um, it's just looking at their lives in a completely different dynamic of how do they want to spend their time? How do they, um, what do they value most in their lives and kind of reprioritizing some of that, um, to create a richer, more fuller 
experiential life. Absolutely. Well, what, what I hear most of all you're saying is ask the questions and then very importantly, listen to your own answers. Listen to what you're mm-hmm. telling. Yes. Follow, follow wherever that leads you. Absolutely. Well, Lisa, this has been wonderful. And now I want to say if, if somebody who's listening to us now would like to get in touch with you and find out more about your process and, and what you're doing, what's the best way for them to reach you? Yes. So I'll give you, um, I would recommend first and foremost to find me on social media on Facebook or Instagram at Lisa Van Hara, and that's V-A-N-H-A-R-A. Otherwise, if they want to reach out to me direct, um, Lisa Van Hara at gmail.com. And that would be the best way to get started and get in touch with me. Good. Okay. I will do that. That's excellent. And you said to me when we, before we started that you might have something to offer somebody who's listening? Yes. So I have a program coming up. It's starting July 18th, but it will be going, um, I'm sorry, ongoing and running on demand at any time. Um, but it is five days in a row of one hour sessions where I'm going to share some of this information I've learned and also do uh, meditation at the end of each segment. So it's really some of the top lessons I've connected with to share with everyone. And it is free this time. Um, I'm running it only. So it's absolutely no charge. They can join in and join in the Facebook group. What a wonderful service. That's, that's so nice of you. Very good. Wonderful. Well, I hope people will do that and uh, get in touch with you and, and get on your Facebook page. So I want to thank you very much, Lisa. This has been very encouraging and very exciting to talk to someone who's benefited in a sense or, or used the, the difficulty presented by the, the pandemic to make major changes for the best in your life. So thank you for sharing that with us. Thank you. Again, I'm honored to be on here today and I appreciate you having me. It's a pleasure. Thank you.